All right, you guys, we are live here at the Lunchroom Politics page where we're going to discuss some of the hot topics of the day, see where we all fall in line. Usually I try to get a uh, diverse panel of people who are uh, uh, Republican, conservative, liberal, but these days everybody sort of makes up their own uh, political affiliation and party and they're like, I'm conservative and liberal at the same time or independent. It's like, okay, nobody wants to be called anything. <laughs> So we'll see how our opinions will vary. Anybody out there watching, you go ahead and to the Lunchroom Politics page and leave us a comment and we'll try to answer some of your questions as well. Okay, so getting it started, first question um, is blackface cancel culture, is it biased? There's been a couple of things that have come out over the past where it, it feels to a, a lot of people on the conservative end that uh, white, some white people will do, and on the conservative end, on the conservative end, will do blackface and immediately get canceled from TV shows, get canceled from all sorts of things. But on the other side, when the liberals do the blackface, it seems like you don't care as much. Case in point would be these here, if you can see, Alyssa Milano, uh, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon have been accused of doing a blackface. Um, what are your thoughts? Alyssa Milano is not really blackface to me, but I'll, I'll go into that deeper in just a second. What are your thoughts? Biased or not biased? Jared? Uh, I'm going to have to go with biased on that because it really depends on, we're making a lot of assumptions on who's doing what. Quite frankly, I don't think any of it's appropriate myself. But um, ah, they were doing some stuff uh, like Alyssa Milano. We're seeing a lot of just basically hypocrisy. I mean, if it's not going to be good for one, it shouldn't be good for the other side. It's like, well, no, they're pro fill in the blank or they're against fill in the blank. So it's okay if they do it because we know they're not racist or they're not whatever. They're just poking fun, blah, blah, blah. They're trying to be down with the cause, whatever. And it doesn't really send a good message the other way either because of somebody else. I mean, let's play. This is some people doing some stupid stuff. I mean, I don't really see any excuse for it one way or the other. Uh, cancel culture. Does that really, are you really talking about like it being good for one, not good for the other, or just being, just good being or as far as I guess who's running the, uh, who's running media. And so, you know, they'll cancel the conservatives, uh, but you know, the liberals will still have their jobs sort of thing. Okay. That's, that to me is kind of, that, that's, that's kind of bull because it's setting it up to where we can do this and you can't. And a lot of what everybody's talking about is everybody wants to be equal. Everybody wants to be able to do what they want to do, blah, blah, blah. But if you're restricting one side from doing something and not restricting the other side from doing it, then that's really just, it's really kind of bull, quite frankly. You know, is it, is there, are you saying that there's never ever a time for blackface to be done or can it be done in a comedy setting versus, you know, you dressed as uh, a slave in for Halloween sort of thing. Um, Is there ever any time where it's okay? I'm going to say that if you're going to do something like that, you need to be very wary and understand where they're, uh, where somebody's coming from. And not everybody's going to see things the same way that you do. Like, mm -hmm. uh, what was that movie? Uh, Tropic, Tropic Thunder. There you go. That's been out. I've seen people. Oh, we got to just cancel out everything Robert Downey Jr. has ever done because he did that. Okay, he is playing a white dude who is dressing, is made himself up as a black dude for a part. The dude's obviously a crazy lunatic or the worst crazy case of a method actor I've ever seen. He was a method actor that won like a bunch yeah, of I mean, awards like 
Okay, uh, yeah, you're kind of going in and out of my speakers here. I apologize. Um, guy, so, well, you know, so it was a spoof. Oh, no worries. Yeah. So that one, I didn't really see a whole lot with that based on who the character was. But if I didn't know what the character was going into it, I'm like, what the heck is going on with that? And you look at like, uh, what was the other one? Soul Man. Soul Man for the time was, you know, hilarious and all that other stuff. And it was, again, about a white guy playing a black guy. But it hit on every single stereotype known to man. And it really depends on, are you going to, I mean, is there a sense of humor about it? Can The big question is, can you laugh about that kind of stuff? And be like, okay, yeah, that 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 describes me. I'm X Y Z, or that doesn't, or you know, blah blah blah. But you're either gonna kind of, man, that's a hard question because a lot of this stuff I find offensive. Let me ask, heck, go ahead. Let me ask Rex. As a black man, does all blackface make you offense? Are you offended by all blackface, no matter if it's done jokingly or comedy, or are you offended by blackface that is racist blackface? Are black people too sensitive? I just think that you better be funny. <laughs> <Is that simple? laughs> you better be funny. Otherwise, you, you, they have panels that have movies. When movies come out, a lot of people have seen the movie before it even comes out. So they have those panels that look at it and say, hey, was this funny? Was this good? Blah, blah, blah. Just better make sure it's funny. Um, like the Robert Downey Jr. thing was a totally different thing, I think, in the Tropic Thunder. Because like you said, he played a crazy white guy who was playing a black guy and everything. So, and... I personally think it was funny. <laughs> um, everyone look a, um, and a lot of people, white people, always bring up, hey, um, oh, you know, uh, Eddie Murphy, he went blackface when he played Gumby and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. It was funny. It was funny. You know, everyone thought it was funny. You know, so I think think there's a, you're forced into a position of creating a side or choosing a side when it's not funny, and so you're like, wait a minute, we didn't find that funny, and that might be the. That one white person be like, oh, but I thought it was funny. I laughed. Uh, <laughs> not good enough. <laughs> That's that one guy going to get his butt whipped. <laughs> you know? So um, the cancel culture thing, I don't know. I just think it has to be funny. Otherwise, I think you know if it's not funny. I think you know if it's not. Um, or you know it's going to offend someone. Um, I think people know. Um, but you're forced to choose a side, I feel like. So. Kelly, what are your thoughts on the cancel culture? I agree. I I think I, I agree with you guys that the you know the movies and it's funny. The problem I have is some of the people that come out and they you know they're they're going to a Halloween party. I mean, I think yeah. that's a completely different thing than yeah. than in comedy. Like and like Jimmy Kimmel, I I read an article um, about that when Wayne Brady was like, you know what, he was funny. <laughs> It was funny. He apologized and he can grow. He can apologize and move past it and we can all grow. But, but then the people who are at like going to a Halloween party, like you said, dressing up like a slave, putting black face on. um, I think that's extremely offensive. And in Texas, I don't know if you guys heard, like we had a, a school we had where it was culture day and there were several um, white football players who, dressed up as landscapers. <laughs> um, you know, I live there. There are a lot of Hispanic landscapers around here. Um, that wasn't funny. Mm-hmm. You know, they were doing that to to offend, I think. And I think to that's the, the, yeah, mm-hmm. to mock. That's the difference. I think mm-hmm. then th- when it's a movie and it's funny 
or a comedy show and it's funny or you're mocking someone mm -hmm. with <laughs> with your portrayal of you know also a major uh, difference in that is you said Jimmy Kimball Jimmy Kimball's a comedian right so right. players idiots right. <laughs> that came across my, you know. my one of my news pages you know jimmy kimmel and dressed in blackface yeah blackface on a show yeah so th that, that's that's come across in the past do comedians are comedians the only ones that get a pass for blackface as long as it's funny well i don't want to see david duke doing it okay well. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, i'm thinking yeah <laughs> I was in Louisiana when he was campaigning, and, and he was just a hot mess with what he said. Yeah, I still say it better be funny though. So yeah, huh. yeah. And, and and to you, Rex, are I wonder who's speaking for the black uh, the black demographic in showing the outrage when someone is discovered with blackface? Is it is it sometimes are we too too sensitive that it sort of ruins the struggle or the the pro? Yeah, you know. Because depending on your mood, you can be like, you know what, I'm just tired of dealing with this crap, you know? Uh, yeah. You know, so that's the that's another fine line that we have, too, and another factor that goes into the whole matter, so. Yep. I agree with you. So All right. a lot of it's probably just untouchable because, I mean, even a lot of comedians are like, yo, I'm not going to touch that. I can think of something else funny. I don't need to touch that, you know? Right. Um, Fox, Fox News is Megyn Kelly when she had her own show. I mean, she lost... Uh, like $69 million deal with like NBC or ABC or something like that. Not for wearing blackface, but just saying that she didn't see a problem with it. Was that right? Well, she's uh, a different animal anyway. <laughs> just like false news, false news is a different animal too. Yes, uh, we'll get into that later. <laughs> but I think it depends on like her stand on everything. I think it wasn't just blackface. I think that was the cherry on top. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Well, let's keep the uh, the subject matter moving on here. Let's move over to. <sighs> is this the greatest strategy of all time, or is he making a mistake like Hillary Clinton did? Biden missing in action for most of everything that's going right now. Is he letting Donald Trump just implode himself so that you just have to vote for him, or should he be more visible out there? Who wants to take? Go ahead, Kelly. I think he should be more visible. I think that, um, especially while Donald Trump is imploding, I think that he needs to be out there and offer counterpoints so that we're not, I mean, so that you keep him in front of you. But I think until he gets a strong running mate, I don't, I don't think he has anything to say. You know, he went back into hiding after he said, if um, you're not black, if you don't vote for me. Right. Like, we didn't hear from him after that. He needs somebody, a counterpoint to to stop him from imploding himself, but, I think. But, but that, that's, my, uh, that's my point. Because he is prone to gaffes, <laughs> stay away and be quiet and let Donald Trump implode so you have to vote for him. Or right. should he be up there and have people be like, you know what, I I just can't with either one of them. Let's <laughs> just keep them, keep Trump. <laughs> I mean, my I myself, if I was in campaign, I might just be like, you know what, let's just lay low until maybe September. 
you know, right. he's got his own problems right now. Let's let him continue to, you know, exactly. Be and he gets it way up. Trump gets way up here, then, and you're like, hey, look, I'm really not that bad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What do you think, Jared? What's smart? Whatever. I'm just gonna say this: If y'all thought Bush Jr. was an idiot, um, <laughs> he's smart to stay away because this man cannot say his mouth is a size nine and a half, and he's got like nine and a half feet. He he can't keep his feet out of his mouth. He can't. I mean, he didn't seem that bad when Obama was in office. He seemed coherent, but he <laughs> seriously seems like he's got. A cup. I mean, it's not just a couple of screws missing. He's got like a panel or two that just blew off, and he has no filter in the bad way. Yeah. Meanwhile, we got Trump on the other side that's gonna go do Trump. I mean, so you've got a racist douchebag on one side and an idiot doormat on the other side. I mean, what do you do with that? So he's probably smart not to say anything because I don't see him really helping his cause by opening his mouth. I, I, I we all know that that Joe Biden, of course, whatever my my choice for the uh to the for democratic nominee but he's 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 known to be a um uh stutterer mm-hmm. like you know a, a chronic stuttering he has that big stuttering problem that he still you know has to overcome and sometimes when people because i stutter every now and then when you mm-hmm. stutter you try to get it out so fast that you say the wrong thing it's like that's not what i meant if i would have just stopped breathed and said it you know I'd have been fine, but you know, you try to kind of compensate and hide the fact that you're stuttering over your words that you just shoot at the mouth. And uh, yeah, that's what I think his big problem is. Well, and they said that he he said that he is being constantly tested cognitively, you know, but they won't release the documents on that. They won't release any of the tests. And you know, Trump's was perfect. They released that. It was perfect. According to that doctor of his, who we've not seen since, <laughs> he's the right? of all the healthiest human beings that I've ever, ever. I was like, really? Yeah. This obese man with a McDonald's fetish is the healthiest person <laughs> you have ever. Okay. Ever. ever. A problem with that, I think, is that you see how what you just did, though. You also said, oh, Joe's crazy, Joe's crazy. But then there's Trump. And we've made such a norm of Trump being a crazy nut and just saying the most racist, stupidest things you can ever say. And we just made a norm of it. But Joe, on the other hand, has to be at this other level where like, oh, well, he's old man Joe, but he's this and that and everything. Ah, I think Joe's just playing it smart because, number one, Joe should just chill out. And when someone says something about the issues, then he should speak up because Joe also has a good record behind it. Trump doesn't have a good record behind it. Right. I'm sort of That's waiting. Another I'm sort of waiting for the debates where I think um, when when Joe has to only talk about uh, statistics and things like, you know, the world politics that he should hopefully shine. I'm not expecting Trump to know anything because I don't think he's going to have he's read anything to be prepared for anything. I'm expecting him to be he nothing but a bunch of insults. He didn't, he didn't even read the briefs that said that Russia was targeting our troops. Oh, let's talk about that. What, the, huh, word again. Can a commander in chief, if, should he resign? <laughs> commander in chief, if you're <laughs> not willing to, he will never resign. Yeah, but, but should, or should he be taken out if you can't yes. keep, 
If the commander Article 25 should have been moved in. They should have moved in with Article 25. Yeah, yeah. If, if the commander in chief of the United States can't keep his uh his soldiers safe or refuses to even listen to a briefing to act actually when he tweeted in 2000, I think it was 18, that Obama can't read his brief, he doesn't read his briefs and everything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should he that that should disqualify him from even running for president, not being removed from pres as president. Yes. I don't even know how I think it was 2016. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, uh, no worries, no worries. Yeah. What do you What are your thoughts on that whole uh, Russia troop thing, Jerry? Uh, to be honest, I barely heard about it. It's gotten to where I want to just take a week or two off here and there and be like, because hmm. <laughs> we have a lot of discussions, like in my fam, you know, with my family. You know, our family is very mixed, and um, we agree on a lot of stuff, but we don't agree on everything. And so I'm like, like talking about the blackface issue. I'm like, okay, I thought that was funny. I thought this was whatever. I'm like. I'm going to talk to my wife. What do you think? And she's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can we watch Twilight Zone now? Okay. His, um, his wife's so, <laughs> <laughs> um, You know, you I don't even, the, the thing is, uh, the thing, at least with me personally, is what I've looked at on this is we're looking at the people as president and we're not even looking at in a very real sense, we're not looking at the people. I don't think anybody is going to be voting. Like, I can't stand. I don't know exactly where I'm going to vote this year. And I'm in California, so it's probably not going to matter. It's going to be Democrat anyway. But the last election was bad versus worse. And this election, it's worse versus worse. Right? The thing is, we're not. People aren't going to be actually voting for a person if they're smart. Because I don't like either one of them, quite frankly. You're going to end up voting for the platform. What do they, what do they stand for, and what, you know, who's behind them? What are they going to be pushing? And that is going to be where I, where I would hope most people are going to be looking at, because I can't stand, I can't stand Trump. He is a freaking douchebag. He's a racist. All that. I think even more than being a racist, he's actually more of an elitist. I don't think he cares if you're black or white. He cares if you're in his club or not. I just don't think there happen to be any black people in his club. I think I, oh, go ahead, Kelly. No, I agree. I agree 100%. I think he's an elitist, and I think that he thinks that he is so far above the common man, and, you know, to him, the common man, that um, we all should just, just praise him and bow at his feet and think that he is the smartest man in the world. Yeah, and you know what the problem with that is? Go look at, well, look at our own state. I don't know how many people in California, Nancy Pelosi and Gavin Newsom. You look at them and you want to talk about people who talk about for the people and everybody should be able to X, Y, Z. They're doing the same stuff. Gavin Newsom shuts the state down and he's in Montana vacation with his family and he tells everybody to stay home. He puts on, I mean, you go back and look at the history of these people. I ain't talking. You know, talking Is that the same go ahead. Is that the same thing that that analogy you just did? He, he's in Montana. Well, he tells him to stay home. I think he's telling people if you're, I mean, if you're staying in California, you should stay home. That doesn't mean you can't go to another state and stay in. Well, let's go. Going back and looking at him, because I was in San Francisco when he first became mayor, took over for I think Willie Brown was mayor right before him. Uh, we're talking about behaviors, because I mean, Trump's behavior is deplorable. I ain't gonna, again, douchebag, used, set on the side, left out to ferment in the sun for a week. Anyway, I'm going to gross everybody out. I'm going to shut up on that. Um, but when he was uh, when he was mayor of San Francisco, 
Uh, he was, I don't know, 29, 30, something along those lines. He was dating a college student from uh, you know, Cal State San Francisco. No problem there. But they had caught him out numerous times drinking in bars, wine and everything, which wouldn't be a problem, except she was like 19 at the time. I guess she just turned 19. And his answer to all these was, it's okay, she's with me. And Nancy Pelosi's cut very much from the same cloth on that. It's like, this is for the little people, but I'm that doesn't apply to me. And that they, they happen to be related, by the way. I think he's her nephew by marriage or something. So there's a lot of people in that same camp. And that's why it goes, I was talking about going back to who's uh, politics, what's behind the people, what are they for? Because everybody can put out a popular thing. I'm for the LGBT community. I'm for Black Lives Matter. I'm for, you know, fill in the blank. I'm for the Confederate flag, you know, whatever cause you want to get behind. What are they, what are these people actually for? Go back and look at how they live their lives. So we're looking at how dingbat, I'm, I got to find a better word for Trump. I'm trying not to be disrespectful, but I can't. <laughs> news <laughs> okay well douchebag is my relative term but at the same sure. time still the president so we should have just like i wasn't big on obama i liked the other guy at that point but i liked it on policy and i caught a lot of flack from that well kind of looking at how i look the automatic thing from all of my close black friends that i was working with and everything was nah you just didn't want the black guy right I'm like no i wanted the black guy but i don't like where he stands on this over here and this over here and i like this side over here on this better that's in line with what i believe and they're like, okay, cool. Yeah, I totally understand that. But you didn't want to vote for the black guy. Um, and, it was <laughs> and that's kind of how, you know, it's an automatic built in. We, we built that in. You want to talk about systemic racism and everything. Uh, we could talk about this. I mean, that's like 10 hours of conversation. But um, getting back to it, it's, there, there's very much a haves and have nots. So when you're talking elitist, like Trump is an elitist. But on the other side, so are they. That's my point on it. So I go back to look at what of what, regardless of who the person is and how they act, what are they putting into place? What is in place that, that you, like when you look at it, you're looking at not just, okay, do I like this guy? Do I not like this guy? And everything, I was on somebody's thing uh, a while back saying um, evangelical Christians overwhelmingly say that they believe Trump is moral and honest. Which is crazy. You go back and look at the article. Now that was the headline. You got to realize most people just read headlines. We're like we're like the ADD generation, and so they read the headlines. You go right in the article itself and click on the link for the data they gave, and it actually came from a Christian. Uh, I don't know what they had Lutheran something in there, so I don't know who it was. But this, they actually found the study to find out what was going on, and the actual title that they got it from was "Evangelical Christians Believes Trump's Policies Are Supporting Their Values." But many have really strong reservations about his character. And I'm like, which one's the more honest one? So if you ever look at my page, I'm going to go with both sides of whatever. I mean, I'm, I guess I'm conservative. Uh, I don't really do labels, I don't think. But uh, most of my values are conservative. And so I have no problem with that. And I have no problem pointing out when right and alt-right people are acting stupid just putting out i've got i get emails every day from a, a couple of people that all they're like is here's what's supporting our view here's what's supporting our view i'm like okay well so what really are you listening to what the other side over here is saying are you listening to what they're protesting about are you listening to are you listening at all and it's all so polarized right now that is our biggest problem i think that's somewhere down the line there it's either you're for me or you're against me 
and there's all of me or none of me. And that'd be the stupidest phrase I've ever heard. If you got to accept somebody, you got to accept all of them. Says who? Yeah. You're going to tell me that? You're going to define that for me? Uh, no. You're going to tell me I'm speaking out of hate because I don't agree with you? No, you don't get to define that anymore. You get to tell me who I love. And that's, but that is the mindset where everybody's going to be against everybody. I'm an evangelical Christian. To me, the Bible says gay is a sin, okay? So according to that theory that's put out, uh, I should hate all gay people. And yet I have a ton of gay friends. We talk back and forth. We go back on other issues and everything else like that. And But when we get on these certain areas, I'll just say, this is what I believe. And they'll say, this is what I think and believe. I'm so okay, your salvation's your business. We move on. And so what? Uh, black lives, well, anyway, we can get on to those things. I'm taking up too much time here. But no, the, real, <clears throat> the real issue is the polarization. So well, I'm gonna jump ahead to a different topic. How do we, how do we no, piggybacking off of what you're saying, how do we start to, um, correct this, the system, or not the system, but the racial divide that is so strong right now. How do we how do we level that out? How do we, or are we gonna go back to business as usual in a couple of months? I Ellie? think we have to start listening to each, I mean, and that's the thing, somebody says something, and I think like you, like Jared said, we we jump in at the headline, and, and I have so many friends, I mean, black, white, you know, liberal conservative it doesn't matter they 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 put out the headline that agrees with their stance mm -hmm. nobody bothers to read the articles mm -hmm. um nobody bothers to do any research if they do read the articles and and i've lost a ton of friends because it doesn't matter to me i i want facts so if i read something and the facts are incorrect like you said based on the on the headline, then, then I'm going to go and offer you that information. And, and my goddaughter blocked me because, um, because I corrected her and it was like, that made it a little uncomfortable, you know, for father's day, but that's okay. I told her, I said, I still love you. You can have your own opinion, but, but you know, and she said, I know you're going to tell me if I'm wrong. And I said, I am. And I, I didn't do it on your page. I, I messaged you so you didn't have to, you know, but, but I think that's the problem is we don't listen and we don't, we don't try to see any other side. Sometimes we, um, a lot, not everybody, but a lot of people, you know, they're, they have their box and this is, this is where everything fits in. And if it doesn't fit in that, it's, it's against their beliefs. You're against them. You know, um, I have people in my family that are like that and I just have to avoid them. You know, I mean, it's You're doing exactly what you just said. Are doing is people aren't communicating by avoiding that family member. I've tried to communicate with them. It it degenerates. Into okay. Well, then at that point, yeah, at some point you got to be like, all right, F it. Yeah. I'm out. No, it degenerates into hateful, got a few nasty. I'm like, I'm out, y'all. Yeah. I'm done. And piggybacking off of what you said, Kelly, yeah. will will post a headline that you know benefits their argument. Not only will they post a headline. But they'll also, no matter what the argument is, they'll go and find some article that says what they are. It might not be a legitimate magazine or legitimate, could be someone's blog, uh, whatever it is. As long as it says what they want, all of a sudden that's posted on your page. Well, it says here, 
that black people are 13% and they commit 70% of the murders in this country. He's like, 70%? That's not true. It's only like 34. Nope. This blog by uh, <laughs> Amber says it's 70%. Uh-huh. And I'm this one. That's my research. Exactly. Yes. And you can't change their minds at all. I've done that with a couple of people on the term of systemic racism, whether or not it exists or not. And no matter how many times- And why is that a question? I just lost a friend recently because they had the audacity to say it doesn't exist. And I'm like, you know what? How could you not even see that? As long as they have Candace Owens, it doesn't exist. (laughs) As long as Candace Owens says it doesn't exist. I can't even stand to listen to her. Like her voice. Uh, you know what's sad about Candace Owens? Is I actually agree with probably about 60% of what she says. And then yeah. I go listen to the crap that she puts out. Well, you know, yes. the, I mean, saying like one of the big problems in the black community, the lack of father. Okay, well, what led to that and all that? What, well, you know, I never experienced racism growing up. I never had. You are out your freaking mind. They got pictures of you up there with the doggone NACP guys escorting you somewhere. Yeah, she's Shut up and stop lying. Just tell the freaking truth, okay? Yeah. Even if it doesn't support your position, tell the truth because it gives you credibility. And okay. we can go back and find the proof that you're lying. So it makes you not, you know, but she thinks my followers are, I have millions and millions more followers than you guys ever have. So you can call me a liar. No one's ever going to hear that. <laughs> but I can keep my point. Yeah. That's like, not a platform, though. That's not a bigger platform. Yeah, it's because her lies and they go with that group. So, yeah. but she she's a puppet. She gets paid to to say the thing yeah. that she that yeah, she's to serve the puppet. Yeah, yeah. I saw a video of hers a while back, and it was like spot on. It just broke down all kinds of stuff. I'm like, dang, she's on it, and she's fine. That doesn't hurt. You got a good looking black female face up here, and then I start more her videos. She ain't yeah. that. She all right. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but, that's what uh, and she's easier to look at than some of them. But maybe I'm, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and I thought I'm like, really? I'm like, this video is cool, and I look at some more videos. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. And then I'm like, looking, I'm seeing a pattern. I'm like, wait a minute. Why is she first asking? I'm like, I want the facts too. If you ever, Tim, I don't know if you've ever been on my page. I know Kelly, you have. You've seen. I put up my thoughts on stuff. Uh, but I want, I want balance. I want to hear the whole story before yeah. opening my mouth. And then I'm looking at her. I'm like. Like George Carlin said, that N-word that I've never said in my life, it's not so much that the word is that you should be concerned about, but it's the racist butthole that's saying the word you should be concerned about. Mm-hmm. I, I disagree on that word. That's a little too much because we know where the history of it's from. But I mean, what is the intent behind the person? When she's saying she doesn't, she's black and hates black people. Yeah. I'll say hates. I'll say she's got every bit of that natural white suspicion of black people that any hard-carrying, confederate, flag-waving, you-know-what has. But they put her in a package and she's black. So it's okay. So she's a shill. She actually did not like Donald Trump up until 2016 before he started running. Yes. She she called him a racist married to an immigrant. I'm like, wow. very critical of him at first. Absolutely. So Im like, wow. That whole party was. (laughs) Lindsey Graham, all of them. Interesting. That's why, that's why that part should never be respected because we know what they thought about Donald Trump before he was president. And the fact that they're like backtracked now is like, that's so, so suspicious. Okay. It's not about the guy, it's about the party. What it, horse do we ride to win this to get our folks up in place to do what we want to do? I've always said it. the Republican Party is gone. 
your old Reagan, Ronald Reagan Republican Party, it's gone. <laughs> and it ain't coming back. <laughs> you are now the party of Trump. Bush, I mean. Yeah, you are now the party of Trump. It's not coming back. The Republican yeah. Party was the ones that freed the blacks. The, the Republican Party usually has the black it's people on it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know why black people are Democrats now. The Abraham Lincoln is the one that, you know, set you guys free. <laughs> like, yeah, I've heard of it. In 18 what? <laughs> exactly. But that was one of the political parties. And he was killed by a Democrat. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, don't say that too. So <laughs> they're like, if we're going to cancel anybody from their past, let's cancel the Democrats for their racist past. <laughs> I've heard that too. Somehow the party switched, but don't tell that to a Republican. They, they did switch. You don't yeah. tell that to a Republican. They will never tell you that the party switched. Oh, I forgot I'm not a Republican, so that's true. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, we're keeping good time when here. When I was 18, I registered as a Republican. I did. I absolutely did when I was 18 years old. That was like in the, what, 70s, 70s? What year was that? Just playing. Hey, Just playing. I, I have, <laughs> Wait a minute. She's younger than me. What are you trying to say, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, John on Black Family. Fantasy football. I skipped anyway. my birthday this year anyway. Like, I had to cancel three trips. I skipped my birthday this year. I'll be 50 next year. <laughs> a lady pulls a gun on a black family and they get arrested. Is this was this a justified? Has anyone seen that video of what's going on with that? Is this uh, justified or? I saw a blip of it, but I haven't seen. I'd have to actually watch it to give you an opinion on that. I've seen some of the other ones, uh, but this particular one didn't she instigate bumping into the got the the girl or something? That's what they said. So the back. Oh. The backstory oh. is um, some uh, families are coming out of play. Um, the black family says that the white lady bumped into the 15-year-old and didn't say sorry. So they followed her to her car, yelling, screaming at her to say sorry and everything. And the, in my opinion, the, the, the white lady sort of said sorry, kind of apologized and said she's down for the cause, you know, with the sort of BLM and everything and sorry that you guys are going through other. But it wasn't enough for the black family. They kept going on and on and go on and push in. And so she got into her car to extract herself from the situation. Um, they kept going, they got behind the car and she started backing up and they hit the car with their hands and all that. And then she got out with the gun saying, back up, everybody back up. And then she got arrested. Justified hmm. or, or was the white, the black family the antagonist? Rex? Well, part of, well, I'm telling you right now, part of this, I disagree with you. Okay, go ahead. Looking it up, what the lady was charged was she was charged for a felonious assault, oh, yes. which is no person shall knowingly do either of the following: one, cause serious uh, physical harm to another in another's un or to another's unborn; uh, number two, cause or attempt to cause physical harm to another or to another's unborn by meaning of a deadly weapon or dangerous ordinance. So she right. broke the law. If, so if we're if we're getting law, should the black family have been charged as well? Or, or um, felony imprisonment or false imprisonment. Well, they weren't charged for anything. No, I'm saying should they have been charged? They were instigating. They were instigating. There's no question. She kept on going and going, going on. But when she pulled that gun, they broke the law. They also wouldn't let her leave. So is that false imprisonment? I mean, OJ went to jail for 13 years for that. Hmm. No one would be here till I get my stuff. And that was kidnapping and false imprisonment for OJ, yeah. 13 years yeah. law. So by standing there, not letting the lady leave, getting behind her car, blocking the car, is that false imprisonment when she's trying to get herself out of the situation? 
Her car was backed up a little bit, but could she have gotten out? Or was it a matter of her banging on the window? She, she was like, all right, stop. Let me get out and get this. And then, of course, she would have had deadly assault with a deadly weapon with the car. Because so what if that gun went off? Well, she didn't have her hand on the trigger. Unlike that lady, um, like the lady in the yes. couple with the AR-15 and the, you know, so on, who had who her hands both are lawyers and are still free. Yeah, mix the story three different times. That gun does not have a safety. I have one. Yeah, there's no safety Dang. on it. Like if she would have tripped. Yes. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, she had her finger outside the. You know what I'm going to say at least about her is unlike that uh, the other couple that had the BLM thing going through there and they had the rifles out, she at least looks like she knows how to carry one. Yeah. She has so. a concealed carry permit. They both have a concealed carry permit. Oh, a question, Let me ask a question because I haven't seen the whole thing. Just based on what you're describing, um, if she bumped the girl, I mean, I'm going to get mad. Somebody hits my kids. Mm-hmm. We may or may not fight, but you are dang sure going to be groveling a bit. Yeah. And if not, then I'm going to be knowing why. Now, at the same time, though, uh, if somebody is being threatening toward me, not letting me, you know, just trying to keep me caged in or whatever, and I don't know who you are or what you have either, uh, I'm not going to say I'm going to be pointing a weapon necessarily. But if I thought that was the only way to get myself out of the situation, I might hold it up and say, please, it's time for you to back off because I don't want to have to use this. Yeah, that'd been nice to so, be like, oh, yeah. You that, notice her yeah. husband sitting in the car yeah. the whole time, too, right? <laughs> that's a pop <laughs> move right there. That's not a husband. That's a <laughs> it begins with a B. This is Another question. The husband was also arrested. What was he arrested for? Didn't they say he got out and had a gun, too? He had to get away for I he never had to get out of the car. Yeah, he was. He had to get AC Collins had to go too. AC Collins went to jail too. He, you know, he got he got arrested. He got out, but he got arrested. You know. <laughs> uh, to my knowledge, the the husband did not have a gun. It was just the uh, the lady that got out and pointed the gun at people. But they arrested but them both. He, backed, and, he did back. The, he was backing the car up. Yeah, yeah. he had the getaway car. He had the getaway car. Yeah. See, he, he was that was the car. assault. And and they said they hit him. Assault with a deadly weapon. No, but see what I'm saying? So there's no out for the white family, but false imprisonment to stay there until they leave. <laughs> you know, so is that false imprisonment? And should the black family have been arrested? Because they couldn't back up and leave to get themselves out of the situation without assault with a deadly weapon because they're standing behind the car and they couldn't right. get out with the gun and what's call it and be like, leave me us alone. What were they to do? What was their option? Well, here's a question then on that. Oh, go ahead. Kevin. She was saying I'm going to call the cops. She's saying I'm going to call the cops. They were saying call the cops. But then you don't want to necessarily call the police. She said, I'm going to call the cops. And the she, black lady said, hey, go ahead and call the cops. Go ahead and call the cops. Then she just beat the Colt Lake Karen will call the cops on another black family who the cops will come up there and possibly not ask any questions and harm the black family, the pregnant, because the, the black lady was pregnant, what they switch call it, throw her to the ground, tase the children, whatever. And then you'd be like, you didn't have to do all this. Why did you call the cops? What was their out? Right. So... Now, there's the question. See, here's the funny. I mean, what is it we were talking about before that some idiot, right wing, alt right, whatever you guys are feeling emboldened by Trump. So now it's okay to throw on your head and do whatever or just act a certain way and think you're going to get away with it. Now, with the BLM movement stuff coming up and the outrage and everything, uh, now you've got cops and you've got white people afraid to 
defend themselves or afraid to, you know, afraid of what is this person going to do? So, you know, I mean, if you really think about it, we've been treating these guys bad for a couple of hundred years. And I know, you know, Joe from down the street and I are cool, but I don't know this person. And there's a mob mentality kind of thing that goes on over there. You don't know what to expect. Like you look at that couple, it's not the thing, but look at those guys, those, uh, the two, the lady and the guy in there, uh, that had the guns out. If you go look at the thing, oh, they pulled their lives on the protesters and blah, blah. And okay. I'm like, okay, well, what's the rest of the story? Tell me. I mean, you don't just walk out and see a bunch of people walking by. If they just walk, were walking by, you go out and say, get off my property. I'm doing whatever. Yeah, you're probably doing too much. So what was the rest of the story? And I mean, from what I've read from a couple of different sources, one of them even uh, liberal, go figure, uh, they had broke, they're in a gated community. So you're talking about a place that's not public streets. Mm-hmm. First stars. They were going for like, I guess the mayor lived in that same community and that's what they were on their way to. And uh, they broke down the gate that leads in the community. So if you break down the gate that's leading up to my home and they were walking by and on one thing you see the camera angle, you see guys standing on the sidewalk and kind of leaning over. Why are you doing this? You shouldn't be X, Y, Z and blah, blah, blah. And if you look at that angle, it looks bad. And then you look at the other angle, there's guys all running around on their lawn. Somebody threatened to kill their dog. I mean, when you're protesting, when you're feeling empowered by either a mob or by whoever, you're going to act bold and you're going to oftentimes say some stuff you wouldn't normally say and do some stuff you wouldn't normally do. So being on the other end of that, when you're talking Antifa and whoever else like that, saying we're going to go in the suburbs and take what's ours and all this is all what's coming down the news. And you see a whole bunch of people going across your lawn and broken through your gate, whatever. What are you going to do? First, you're going to learn how to I heard that the gate was open for the iHerds. I heard the gate was open, and I heard later they changed the story and said, oh, these people broke my gate, and they went to a gate, a fence that could have been broken later, could have been broken then, but the story has changed. Where is the truth? Where is the truth? Well, the question is, of of all that, is it it wasn't their gate. It wasn't their property. So it was actually part of their gate because it was an it was an it was a community. They they were part owners of that gate. Everybody in the in the it's like it's not just a gate. It's a gated community where all the common things and everything are commonly owned by everybody. So, so if you want to get literal, it was part of their gate. But that's so splitting hairs at that point. If that's the case, so is that a thing to come out if they weren't actually coming to your house and on your property, but that was the road to get to the mayor's house? Are See, you? That's what I'm saying. Is if you're looking your at. Property? Uh, but that's what but I'm that saying. Couple, that couple also stayed on their property. They didn't step off of their property with those guns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is you look at the one thing and you see protesters being very respectful, standing on the sidewalk and like actually like leaning, like staying right there and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And that one camera angle, it looks like they're doing that. The couple's doing way too much. You look at the camera angle when there's another shot that swiveled around those people all up on their lawn and doing, you know, they were, you know, Acting the fool a little bit, because the white reporter that I saw, the white reporter that was there, uh-huh. said that those people when they came outside instigated all that stuff. Where that could very well be kids coming up to their property and everything else, and that's what happened. So, okay. and that was that's some of, again a white reporter who was there and said, mm-hmm. "Hey, this yeah. wasn't like it was. This was these." The bad thing is, you got to say it's a white reporter. We have yeah, to have yeah. a qualifier yeah. now. Yeah. That's what yeah. sucks. Yep. 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 Okay. <laughs> I could just look at you just to have fun. Uh, that was Candace Owens' white twin. That ain't true. I'm just yeah. being. I mean, I don't agree that these and these two people had no idea how to use firearms. Not even like, a little bit. Like, I mean, 
And they both are lawyers. They both are lawyers. They both are lawyers, which is pathetic. That don't mean they know about guns. <laughs> well, apparently they know about the law either. <laughs> no, Missouri does have the castle doctrine like Texas does. Yeah. So you come into my house, I can shoot you. Yeah, it's true. You but I have to be in fear for my life or or someone else's in it's my a very easy fine line. Yeah. Or is it just your yeah. life? So that's what I'm curious about because if you go state to state, you don't know what the no, law no, is. Your life yeah. and property. I mean, I'm some sorry, stage, if you got skittles in a hoodie and you look threatening, you know, walking away, apparently that's enough. So, yeah, but that castle yeah. law, you still can't shoot someone in the back, though, because I believe no, that's a Supreme not. Court ruling that you can't shoot anyone in the back. Mm -hmm. No, and people have been trying to get right now. That's outrageous. There was um, a Karen incident that actually made my heart warm uh, this last week in Montclair, New Jersey. There was a uh, a lady that went up to a black couple, a black family or a couple who were building a deck on their own property on the lawn, and she came out there with like, "You need a permit? You have a permit for that?" And they're asking, "Do you know if you need a permit? I don't know if you need one, but do you have one to build?" They kept harassing her, like, "I'm calling the police," and she called the police. The police came. Of course, there were a couple of neighbors of like, "With all that's going on, why are you doing this? They assaulted me." She's like, "We assaulted you now? They pushed you? You didn't see that?" And she's on the phone with the cops and all that. And then the neighborhood, which has looked like a majority white neighborhood, protested and marched down their street in front of her house, calling her racist and we won't have this. And I was like, We're tired of these idiots as you are, man. <laughs> yes, we are. We are so tired. And we're so tired of being lumped in with them. <laughs> right. right. That is the only thing that is gonna change or stop racism. And this is when white people speak up. That is the only thing that's ever going to stop racism. Yes. See, the thing is, most people don't even look at this stuff until it hits them. Mm. Like most of these issues, people are going to have an opinion on it, but it's going to be from a periphery somewhere. It's going to be, you know, that's happening down the street. No, I think this should be this way or that should be that way. But, you know, in theory, stuff sounds great, but you don't really know how somebody's, you don't really know how you're going to act or think or whatever until it hits up. Yeah, and people don't. What they call it? Uh, uh, there, there was a term for it, but um, you're thinking you're kind of like in your own little bubble. Like even with my family, okay, I've been probably about the most integrated guy I know, and even with that, I still don't know exactly what my wife and my kids are going through. I mean, I know intellectually up here, I can I can logically right. sit here and say, well, I understand that the uh, you know that kind of crap, and I can feel it. But it don't mean I'm gonna feel it the same way that my wife or my daughter, or my son feels it. My son gets pulled over for nothing, and is stuck on a curb and handcuffed and questioned just because he's walking down San Bernardino and happens to be a little on the dark side. Um, I can get mad and outraged and everything, but see, it could have. Uh, I could always get out if I wanted to. That's him. That's one thing that that Soul Man movie or whatever the heck it was. The one thing he said at the very end was really, really important to me was James Earl Jones is like, well, you've learned something more than anybody else. You've learned what it means to be black. And he's like, uh, not to interrupt you, but not really, because if I didn't like it, yeah. I could always go back. Mm -hmm. yeah, I can wash my face. I'm, I'm out. <laughs> no, he was taking pills. I was going to take some time to wear off. <laughs> oh. oh, okay. <laughs> I had a radon Sean 
thing and, for her for a while back. But anyway, when we talk about movies back in the eighties when they did blackface like a soul man, how that didn't even look like a black man. I'm like, are we supposed to believe that everybody looking at this Thomas C. Howell is like that's a black man. that is a black man? Like you know, he had, a, he had like the what is great Brady hair mm -hmm. curls, yeah, curls. Yeah. That's yeah. Him with sunglasses. He looked like Bruno Mars. Okay, he really did. <laughs> Go back and look at him with some black stuff on his face. <laughs> the whole movie. <laughs> That's what he looked like. Um, yeah. So cool, guys. I think uh, we're, we did a, a few topics here today. I've kept it under an hour, which is my my goal and my plan this time. Thank you guys for uh, sharing your uh, information and your your opinions. Usually I have a hardcore conservative on the show, but trying to get them to come out of the uh, shadows is proving more difficult than everything. They, they have no problem. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not. I am actually a hardcore conservative. I'm just not an alt-right conservative. <laughs> yeah, exactly. An alt-right conservative. Here's the thing to think about when you're closing on that. I saw um, when people are talking about degrees and scales, it was something out a while back that said the current alt-right is out there. The regular more right wing is fascist and they rolled it down to where uh the socialist the the far right wing that the part they're talking about socialism as a step to communism was just barely to the right of the, to the left of the scale and that's where we're looking at things now it's like uh i'd say 30 years ago i would be considered an alt-right kind of person because we've gotten that much farther apart and that is totally intentional it's middle, we're at each other's throat because they want us to be both sides. Is there a middle or is there enough people in the middle? Or do you have to be either progressive way over here or alt-right way over here? I'll say most people are actually within that slight right or slight left range and they change in areas like, uh, like I said, I'm conservative Christian values. Uh, so I, you know, I'll have my thoughts on abortion about, um, uh, you know, sexuality in that. And that's fine for me that, I mean, but mine, mine are going to be over here. Someone else on a more liberal side is going to be over on this one. Most people don't really care because as I said before, they don't really care about things unless it affects them directly. And most people, it doesn't affect them enough for them to raise their voice and say anything. So whoever's got the loudest voice or the cutest talking point or meme wins the day. Except abortion, which you just brought up. You, when you say oh. that people don't really talk, it doesn't affect them. Mm -hmm. People talk. And well, that's a more common one. That's a hot button one that's kind of fun to debate. I've talked back and forth with folks. And the one thing that's fun about it is we can actually disagree, and that's okay. Like, I've had people tell me, well, you are against all scream and saying that kind of stuff, okay? Huh? I'm scream saying that kind of stuff that we can disagree and it'd be okay, okay? <laughs> the thing is, we can. We can actually do that. We can agree on that. We can agree that we, we think about things differently. And I, I'll go poke holes in arguments and everything on that because I'm going to jump on hypocrisy when I see it. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of hypocrisy in that it's on both sides. I'm not saying it's one side or the other by any by any means. I have just as much fun finding right and all right people and being like, okay, you need to shut that up because that's a bunch of bull crap and you're killing my argument over here because you're making me look like a dumb. Anyway. question though, are there any alt right black people? Uh, no, believe it or not, extreme, there are. like extreme alt right black people though. Uh, I 
depends on what you're looking at. Is I mean, is alt right automatically on the white supremacist camp thing? I mean, what do you, what Bigby is the only person I know that's like that. Like Bigby is the only person I know that's alt right like that. That's because that's where it, that's what uh, that that that's the question is because we're not def we're, we're redefining words now. We're redefining what this means to be this or that means to be that. And well, as a black person, we shut down as soon as you come up with the racist stuff. We uh -huh. shut down. We're not going. Well, black folks, it's like you, you shut down immediately on the racist stuff and you separate, like you just said. You separate. You won't even look at the views. You won't, we won't even look at the views and be like, hey, you know, we're like, okay, uh, get the hood on. I can't talk to you. <laughs> I totally agree. I was talking with somebody the other day that was um, talking about, I don't support anybody who's a white supremacist. They were talking about the. Uh, the statues and the flag and all this other stuff. And they're like, I will never support anything. You know, you have to take all of somebody. I will not touch anything that any racist has ever done. I'm like, you can't, you can't even live in this country and not touch something racist has touched or built or whatever. It's impossible. Like, no, no, that's not true. I won't support anything. I'm like, okay, do you or anybody, you know, drive a Ford big time white supremacist. Do you go through, do you watch Disney cartoons with your kids? Guess what? Walt Disney, big time racist. Matter of fact, the only black Disney queen we got is the one that had the good for nothing prince. It was kind of a, anyway. Um, but the, all of that. No Chick Fil A. What's that? Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. Chick -fil -A. <laughs> it's kind of bland to me. I don't like Chick Fil A. Black, black people will not leave Chick Fil A no matter what. It's like what? Not that chicken. That's God. Popeyes, baby. Popeyes is a good old sandwich right now. <laughs> Popeyes oh, sandwich. Oh, 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 Listen, Linda. Popeye's chicken sandwich is okay. Hey, that Popeye sandwich is something to be, deal with, too. I'm just, hey, I, I never have even had one yet. Sauce, but we're getting off topic. Yes, we are. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim. I'm sorry, bro. But Jerry just mentioned something else that I meant to talk about as well. So we'll end with this be the last actual topic. Okay. Confederate statues coming down. History or harmful? Um, I think that they need to come down out of public places and in front of courthouses where, um, where, I mean, they're saying, you know, you should be able to get justice. I, I think that they should be stored somewhere or a museum or something. But yes, I think like, like we had one in the city, our county seat, and there was a huge Daughters of the Confederate um, statue up there and I was like you know what that shouldn't come down it's not about this and that and then I got to reading and this statue was actually um, donated by the Daughters of the Confederacy in the 1950s uh -huh. it was not about the Civil War or the you know it was it was donated in the 50s and that so it the meaning is lost on a lot of these to me the point of it wasn't to celebrate something that had just occurred. The point of it was intimidation on some of this stuff. And, and I was, because I was at first, I was like, you can't take that down. That's history. Where, you know, no, not. Let me have this one, please. <laughs> every one of those statues, every one of those Confederate statues is by design. It was by design putting those up because if you're going to use the word history, then they would have had statues of Hitler up. Period. They would have had Hitler statues up. Why not? It's history, right? Yeah, it's history. Jared, 
<laughs> kind of two minds on this one a little bit because on the one hand, I don't know. You see, you talk about it being history and forgetting where you came from. That's a legitimate argument. But at the same time, what do these things mean to everybody else? So there's the one side that says, this is part of my history. This is, you know, this is where we you're attacking your whole way of life. It wasn't all about racism. Okay, well, the Confederate flag was only around for, what, five years? Um, so that right there is, that's another example of that division we're talking about. It's uh, kind of a baby in the bathwater thing and a little, a little bit because not everything about the South was bad, but at the same time, some of the stuff was so bad it's not like you can just look past it and be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, uh, I, I know he, you know, whoever did this, but, you know, it was great if you knew him socially. Um, I think I think I don't mind them coming down. I'm glad it's not my decision, but I'm, I don't mind the Confederate statues not coming down. What I do mind is indiscriminately taking down any statue just because you can. Yeah. Uh, they've had people like, what was it, the. A black regiment unit didn't say they were black anywhere on there. It's like the regiment unit of such and such. And it was a, it was um, uh, a memorial to them. And they're like, oh, blah, blah, writing the stuff all over it. They were all black. So if you're going to be tearing some stuff down, yeah. find out. No, tearing down. So if you don't know your history, then what do you care if it's up anyway? Yeah. Obviously, you know, uh, we know that, um, man, I just can't put words together today. I haven't had enough coffee yet. Um mm -hmm. But know what you're taking down. And if it's offensive like that, then yeah, go ahead, take it down. I have no problem. I said I don't, I don't, I think it's disrespectful to kneel for the flag, but I don't really have a problem with people doing it. Now, if you're gonna burn the flag, that's illegal. But the thing is, are, are you is anybody listening? Does it have to get to that level before people start listening? Mm -hmm. Do I have to sit there and kill your dog before you'll understand your dog is crapping on my lawn? Well, how long have these statues been up? <laughs> What's yeah, that? Well, on that point, how long have these statues been up? That's you got hundreds. Of a, lot of, a lot of them were built during the Jim Crow, either the Jim Crow or the Civil Rights. That's a long reminder. That's a long reminder that I owned your family. After. Yeah, that's a long yeah. reminder I owned your family. And the bigger thing is, the Confederate—they didn't even win. How you get? Is this the everybody? If <laughs> it's a trophy sort of thing, like you didn't even win, you usually put up statues of winners, you know. To what's called, you don't see like you know the losing team outside of the Staples Center, you know. You know what? Everybody gets participation trophies. You don't see any Clipper statues outside of the, you know, because they lose. Look at the Iraq War. The Iraq War was the first thing they did when they um, toppled Iraq. They took down that statue of Saddam Hussein. Yeah, they that pulled was it. Down. You don't want to see it. To be reminded. Right. Yeah. Because it because it means something. Bingo. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, because people associate, like the Confederate thing, um, people associate with their entire way of life. That's where you're getting the resistance. They're like, it wasn't all X, Y. Okay, I'll give you an example. I would never flag a Confederate flag. I'm from California anyway. Don't care. Uh, um, but again, there you go. I just said don't care. Why? Because it doesn't affect me. Right there. Yeah. See what I'm saying? And that's yeah. the first thing that goes through people's heads is you don't know what you don't know. Uh yeah, I don't mind you flying a Confederate flag, though. But, I mean, because, I mean, look at those little, what's those things that people got in their yard, that little black dude that got people got in their yard, the little statue thing? You can keep that in your little oh, yard. You know what? The, the no. That was offensive, but. It is. Because I... it, it originally had a noose on it. It originally had a noose on it. And so that was it was all about. 
but you can have that in your yard. You can even have that little, on the General Lee, you can have the general, the, the Confederate flag. Mm -hmm. But when it's a, 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 a national monument where it's a statue at state capitol, when it's like, you know, when it's hanging above the, the state uh, Mississippi, the flag with the Confederate thing. Yeah, that's a different thing, you know, because that's on everybody, you know. Who cares what you have in your yard, your car, whatever you do, what you want to do, you know. But that's a different thing, just like organizations. NASCAR is saying, hey, as an organization, we don't want to be represented like that because that's an in-your-face smack at you, and we're choosing a side. Okay, I, I own NASCAR tickets, and I swear to you, um, I've never stayed overnight because those people kind of scare me out there. But oh, yeah. we had friends that stayed, <laughs> stayed there, and that's all. I mean, there's a sea of Confederate flags out there. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. with their Dale, or their Dale Earnhardt flag and, and their Confederate flag, and it's a bunch of, I mean, I love to go to watch people. Like it was the best, this, that is the best place to go to see a microcosm of, of the worst of the South. <laughs> um, it, I mean, truly it is. And right. um, yeah. We wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I've got an argument with about Bubba Wallace. Yeah. Bubba Wallace, they try to say he's a Jesse Smollett. I'm like, he didn't do that. They they came he and told him that they were going to do it. Nah, he yeah. wasn't a Jesse yeah. Smollett. even been in the garage when it was reported. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, don't, they don't care. It's like, Jesse, Bubba Smollett, here we go. Yeah. Um, okay, guys, we're at an hour. Thank you guys for your opinions. And, uh, Thank you. No worries, no worries. We'll try good to do it. Good meeting all you guys, sir. Yes, good meeting everybody. Um, all right, you guys. Thank you, and we'll talk again soon. Okay, take care, Tim. Rick, Miss Kelly. Bye, Rick. Kelly, I'm totally Later. smoking you in fantasy football this year. Just so you know, if we actually have a season, <laughs> she's good. She sucked her first year. Her second year, I think she won. So now she thinks she's on on some kind of a level. So just so you know, I'm calling Bye. my shot in public. Y'all heard this, right?